Hello, welcome to the More About Jesus podcast. We're back after our holiday break, which is a thing I guess podcasters do. Uh, so I'm Al, and I'm here as always, because I won't do this alone, with my cousin Daniel. Hello, everybody. Yeah, and he's drinking coffee, because we both are working dudes. Uh, Actually, it's, He's it's, probably uh, sore like me, too, right now. Because <laughs> we're old working dudes. That's mm-hmm. why. And it's uh, apple spiced drink. Spiced apple drink. Spiced apple drink. Like literally on the bottle, it says apple drink. Well, it's like uh, packets. Like oh drink, yeah, 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 packets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I still need coffee to exist. <laughs> ah, one well, good, the- one awesome thing that happened this week. You know, because I'm, I'm diabetic, I've been looking for creamer because I like mm-hmm. I like French vanilla creamer, but it's all like to sugar. So it's I'm like I'm not sabotaging my life by having sugar in my drink right yeah and i keep looking for at least three years for a creamer i'm like why can't and so i look online i look on amazon whatever i never can find it but then this week we're in walmart and i'm like i'm so tired of not getting creamer that i like right and glory goes well this one says no sugar i'm like what and they jump over there and sure enough they have a brand now that's zero sugar oh nice so it has the whatever cancer sugar in it, sucralose, which I'm I'm good with that. I just can't have high blood sugar. I can't have high blood sugar, but cancer, we can deal with that. So, oh, so good. But yeah, we're just sore kidding, because we're kidding. old and we do a lot of grunty work, right? I spent yeah. the week shoveling off rail cars and stuff like that, moving snow, getting stuff ready for move, doing rail cars after we had been away from our plant for a while. So my body's like, I'm done. <laughs> and then, of course, it was extreme cold. Did you, how cold did it get in Edmonton? Uh, with or without the wind chill, because that's a factor that we have here in the prairies. Mm-hmm. Without the well, wind chill, I think we hit minus 35 during the day. Yeah, that's what we had to. And so then, that's like a... The hottest part of the day, yeah, minus thirty-five. Yeah, and then and then Celsius for with all the our wind American chill, you're friends. kicking around minus forty-ish, forty-two. So probably a little bit worse where you are. It's ridiculous. Yes, and then it hung there for about three weeks of frozen tundra. Yeah, and then it warmed up a bit. It was like minus six or seven. But still minus 80 with the wind chill. <laughs> Not quite, but yeah. <laughs> sometimes hit, it feels like that. Here in Edmonton, we hit plus six the other day. Wow, so that was warmer than us. I think we got up to like a three or four. Yeah, because we, we went from like minus 25, minus 35 with the wind chill on Sunday to plus six on Tuesday. Wow. So, and that was like, you just watched, like you got up in the middle of the night and the temperature was just rising during the night. It was just, it was insane. So, mm-hmm. which was a nice reprieve because in, in my business of fixing cars, three weeks of minus 35 made for a very busy January. <laughs> very busy. Yeah. It's yeah. I've been waiting for a whole week for my car to get fixed. My problem was because there was so much snow when I went to work the one time, I kind of plowed through, you know, and I have a little Hyundai accent, so Mm -hmm. my work vehicle. So 
when you go through snow and it's plowing up front, like over the bumper onto your windshield, yeah, you're probably not doing the right thing. <laughs> but I had to get to work. So then it, it freezes up inside. You get snow in places that you shouldn't get snow. Yeah. And uh, it wouldn't start. Check engine light comes on, yada, yada, yada. Oh. Yeah, but then I got it warmed up in a shop and it worked. And then the next day I drove it to work because I have a heated garage and then go to work sits there for a couple hours in the minus 30 billion yep won't start like okay i gotta get it to the shop yeah oh. but that's all you deal with you deal with all the goons like me that drive their car into a bunch of snow <clears throat> i don't know what happened <laughs> <laughs> that is my life yes yes i i fix broken things and lots of broken things well, that's a good thing, though, isn't it? I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, should we tell people what we've been doing the last while? Yeah, because we've been, been with our time. Yeah, we've been we've been off for a while since like beginning of December. So yeah, like month and a half. Yeah, about a month and a half that we've been off. So I mean, Christmas time is incredibly busy uh, for mm-hmm. for me personally because as a worship leader, Christmas time is is busy um trying to remember how to play christmas carols and christmas songs oh the chords are just ridiculous in some of them (laughs) on some of them i've got the simplified versions but even at that it's like you only sing these for like a month out of the year so it's like how do these go and i have to remember these basically joy to the world and silent night are like the three chord songs and all the rest are the ridiculous songs oh yeah yeah and then you want throw in throw in a couple of newer ones but most people actually prefer traditional christmas songs for christmas time like what's that like uh, god rest ye merry gentlemen god rest ye merry gentlemen that one is like <laughs> every, it's a new chord every every phrase right <laughs> there are dee, some dee, simplified dee, dee, versions dee, switch 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 yeah. switch, switch. <laughs> I just didn't bother when I, that one with guitar. I would just let's do this one a cappella. The spirit's leading me to make <laughs> the this spirit acapella. is leading me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. So yeah, December was incredibly busy for me, and I was just like, yeah, I'm glad we took the break for for the Christmas time, and it was good. It was it was actually really good. Uh, we did get to hang out with a few people. Um, we also had Brandy's heart birthday that happened on New Year's because that's about when her transplant had actually happened. So she is mm-hmm. now nine years with her heart. So that's with her brand new heart. So, yeah. There's so many spiritual lessons we can use there. Oh, absolutely. Like a sermon and a half. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a neat. Not many people get that uh, special birthday or anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too, not too many people do. And uh, nine years ago, just about didn't. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yikes. So yeah, yeah. And- my my time was not good, but it was good that we were on a break because I've we've had some real big family struggles that. If you know who we are, and then you know what was going on, and uh, but we're on the road to doing better, and by the grace of God, 
A lot of really good friends and really good family members have helped us along the way through our struggle. So uh, it's awesome. If you want to know, hit me up. But if you if you know me, you already know what's been going on. But and you know what, we might we might bring it all up someday on the podcast or um, on some other social media. But oh, I disconnected. Uh oh. Reconnecting, it says. Reconnection successful. Disconnected, reconnected on YouTube. Oh, the OBS did it. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but we're good on your connection on the podcast. But yeah, no, so I've had a kind of a crappy time, to be honest. And work's been hard, so I've been on that stressed edge. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just finally doing better because work's challenging. When it's slow, they send us to other plants, and the other plant is a little more disorganized, and I don't do well with that. I don't like getting thrown into a thing where I'm in charge and stuff and having to figure things out, and it's a mess and disorganized, and then I right away my... Because I'm already on that edge because I got lots going on. Yeah. But yeah. now I'm yeah, on the road to recovery, so I'm feeling better. Oh, that's good. Back at and I've had plant? a few discoveries. I'm actually, I bought, this is a guitar issue, not issue. I bought some nylon strings for my acoustic. Oh, I told you that, I think. Yeah, yeah. well, you told me, but not, not the people here on I like the sound of them. They're good. And I'm working my way into playing guitar again. Nice. Um, part of that comes from music that I found that is blessing me. So it's been a hard time for me with church music. I was so much into worship music. And then uh, for a lot of reasons, I I can't really listen to a lot of it anymore. Yeah. And uh, I was looking for that spiritual connection in music. And it's been about a year, year and a half of just kind of scrounging around. And I rediscovered old stuff by listening to Michael Card and John Michael Talbot. Oh, wow. And... Oh, the richness of it. And it's all stuff that I knew before, but had set aside for different music. It didn't had affect me. But now it's the only thing that it's, it's, I don't know. I can't explain it, but I found something. So that's, it's made me feel like I can do music again, Yeah, which is awesome. It's like a healing thing, I guess. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah, I love listening to some of the older older stuff as well and takes you it I find it actually takes you back to um where you were back then. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Hello Ryan, nice to see you in the chat. Yeah, we're going to be talking about well, we could get to it right now, why don't we? Oh, we got guitar stuff and I was going to say, like, uh, one game I did try out this this Christmas is uh, my daughter bought um, Secret Hitler. Oh, yeah. I want that game. Yeah. Yeah. It's she a got deadly that. game. It is. It, I mean, we were just figuring it out, so we didn't play it to its fullest extent. So just a little bit too. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't try to throw it off or anything like that or play the sides or do the drama or anything like that. I was just trying to figure out the game. So it was probably a little drier yeah, yeah. than what it should be. Well, but, once you work through it, like if you get used to it and people play along with it, it's yeah. a, almost a little bit of role-playing that has to happen. And that's, oh, if yeah. people aren't used to role-playing, then it's, 
it's harder for them. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's just it. And yeah, because Julie was like, "Oh, I've played this with other people, and they're way more animated than us right now." I'm like, "Oh, that'd make it more fun." Because <laughs> other than that, it's just a political game. And yeah, it's, it's without a the drama. Game. Political games are just. <sighs> We got Ryan in chat there asking about, about Hitler. Yeah, he's in the Netherlands. So yeah, oh. I know that. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> uh, no, it's a it's a board game where there's a villain, and they call it that. But uh, there's uh, a villain that is trying to sabotage the game, and the the role of the board game is to find out who the who the villain is. Yeah, yeah, and it's not. It's uh, it's a political game pit pitching fascists versus liberals. Yeah. But it's all supposedly in good humor. It's not meant to be political or stir up controversy or Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. makes light of those kind of things. Which actually, you know what? It would probably help us to make a little light of that because right now the political world's so polarized between <laughs> left it, and right. And it's like, oh, yeah. I don't want to be there. Cause I, I guarantee you Jesus would be in the middle on like he's not on either side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he that. wouldn't even, I don't think he'd be like, Why are we playing this game? There's yeah, he's not even <laughs> on his radar. Liberal or yeah, exactly. <sighs> so should we get to the main topic? I guess I guess we could. I mean, if we're if we're done with like, I got lost to talk so, with that. I, I want to so. get on it because I'm kind of antsy. Okay, wanna, sure. It, well, I've, I've been thinking about it for like three weeks. <laughs> Getting ready to be lightly salted. Yeah. So I'll or, just read or, this. Yeah. You you go ahead and read it. I'll read it in the New Living. So we're in Matthew five. We're continuing with our series through the Sermon on the Mount, and we're done the Beatitudes. So now we're moving into cool stuff. Um, Matthew 5, 13 to 16. You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it is lo has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. That's it. Mm-hmm. Salt and light. Well, we should... I think we could break it into two things. What's the... Start with what is salt. What In the is, chosen, that even that's the, I like that how Jesus explains it to uh, Matthew because he's asking, "What is?" He didn't get the point, but then he got it after. But it, yeah, but because we we talked about this before, it could be salt is either a preservative or is it, it's a flavor thing or a savory thing. So what what was your thinking on that? Hmm. Salt, and especially like back in the in the context of then, right? Salt was much needed for life, and much more expensive than it is now. Because mm -hmm. um, salt was used to preserve, because uh, there was no refrigerators um, to speak of, right? And so, in order to make things last longer, uh, you had to salt them, like all your meats, your fishes, and stuff. 
Um, I think that's even looking back, uh, thinking back to when we used to have sailboats go across the ocean and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. that's how they had to preserve everything to go back and forth over the ocean to make sure that it, yeah, no fridges. So that's right. Salt, salt was used as a main preservative. And so, and you could actually barter with salt. I mean, back, back then, cause it was kind of expensive. Now salt is extremely cheap so much so that you don't even care where it comes from. So, I mean, when's the last time you looked at the country of origin on your salts? <laughs> Heck no. Yeah, I think actually. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if it comes from some of the salt mines we have here in Canada, or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where. I know our there's salt some spots. From. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's one place, and when in the prairies, driving through somewhere in Saskatchewan, it always stunk. Yeah, yeah, and there's. I I'm, know that's uh, the salt place. <laughs> yeah, I remember stopping there once on the way to Cairnport. Yeah, that's where it is, down in the south there, yeah. on the number one highway. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the heck is this? And we were traveling there. Unfortunate. Yeah. I was like, this is a salt mine. I'm like, ooh, we've been assaulted. But <laughs> given that this <laughs> verse uh, this verse uh, <laughs> mentions flavor, I'm, I tend to, to think that it's probably most, like Gigi's is mostly getting at the savory flavor part of salt. Ah. Uh-huh. Like as far as his spiritual, but I don't know. Like, can we draw conclusions from both things? I think it's fair. I don't think we need to say there's only one thing to draw from this. Yeah, I mean, even even okay. So cook cook some meat on an open fire mm-hmm. with no salt, and then cook it with some salt. Which one? Yeah, tastes it's better? so much better. Yeah, obviously better. Which one tastes better? What do you think of that guy? This is totally on the side. Have you seen that meat guy on social media? Yeah, the oh. Salt Bay. Yeah, I want to punch that guy. <laughs> is that is that bad? <laughs> okay, so really, not really, yeah. but at my okay. at my church we have we have a men's group and we've gotten together a few times for barbecues, uh, open pit fire barbecues, and we've got a few Brazilian uh, guys. And they cook mainly with just salt, like nothing else. And yeah, they, they put a lot of salt on the meat. And you know what? It tastes amazing. It tastes Yeah, I amazing. tend to do beef with just salt and maybe some pepper. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I like the meat taste. Oh, so do I. So do I. Getting distracted and now I want meat. Yeah. <laughs> so do I because I, I uh, for supper tonight I had ramen so I mean but it was good ramen like it was it had like an egg and some vegetables in it but it was like oh yeah we dress ours up too oh yeah of course how would it taste without salt though like pasta water so here what if you had salt that you put in the food and it didn't do its job it's pointless then it would be you'd be so it would be so bland and boring. Yeah, it would be and, the worst and, thing and ever. It's, and it's pointless. At that point, it's pointless. You thought it was going to do its job. Yeah. Right? And you put it in there, and it did nothing. But if you were to throw it out on your sidewalk right now in the winter... It would do nothing. It would probably... It would, <laughs> would, it melt the, would it melt the ice, or would these keep people from slipping? No, because it's, 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 it's lost its salinity, right? That, that saltiness uh, is that, right? 
Which how does it do that anyway? I don't know how. I don't know how. I I don't even know how salt would lose chemical reaction. I guess so. But all of that's a distraction from the actual truth of this. Is that yeah? I think Jesus is making the point that we have to be the good flavor in the world. Do you have the the message with you, or do I do? Okay, do it. Do just the. Do just that verse two thirteen if it'll let you do it. Just the salt part. Absolutely. Because this is super good. Yeah, no, when 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 Brandy read it to me the other day in the message, and I'm like, that one. That one sums it up really nicely. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you why you are here. You're to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. <laughs> in the garbage. <laughs> just just gone. Wow. Yeah. So our purpose is to be the God flavor in the world. Yes. Because if we don't, how else will they taste it? Yeah. I, uh... Um, one of the songs that John Michael Talbot does, that it's actually just the words of Mother Teresa. So Mother uh, Mother Teresa had a prayer. Christ has no body now but yours. No hands, no feet on earth but yours. So we are set here to show people who God is by how we live. To be that... God flavor in the world, but what does that look like? Mm. That's where I've been wrong for a lot of my life. I've been, um, the thorn in the paw of the world, not the salt or the light of the world. Does that make sense? Hmm. Like in the, in the sense that, I used to think being a salt was because people have wounds and it'll sting and it'll cause pain, but at least I'm being true to being my, my nature, which is to be oh. a salt of the world and, okay. and pointing out people's sin and making sure they understand everything about the Bible and staying true to what I believe is right and wrong and telling everyone mm-hmm. about that and or so you're being that, salty make sure that I, that I tell people that they're going to hell if they don't come to know Jesus that was to me being a salt but As, and, now and said, I'm thinking yeah. it's completely different yeah that's that sounds like you're being salty not salt <laughs> <laughs> exactly so my god flavor though was judgy Angry God. Yeah. That was okay. the flavor I was doing. Is that let's, the God I should be? Let, let, let's go back to the cooking analogy, because this is perfect, because that's, that's sort of where Jesus was hitting with, hitting with that, I think. Right? So mm-hmm. I, just, I, just, I just got this, and so we'll see where it goes. Um, so, because Jesus is talking about being salt uh, to bring out the flavors, mm-hmm. right? And even in here, to bring out the God flavors. So when we put salt on meat... To cook it, it brings out the flavor of the meat. It makes it so much better. 
So mm-hmm. being salt of the earth means that we're actually supposed to bring God's flavor forward more. You know, we're supposed to bring uh, uh, how how Jesus is forward more, not condemning, not you know berating, uh, but so you're looking at if we're talking about more about Jesus, we are looking at love, peace, Ooh. patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. There's a few others. I can't remember them all. I don't have them all. I think all you only miss goodness. Goodness. I okay. think. But I, I those are the god flavors. By my childhood memory of yeah. the singing those kind of songs with salty or whatever. Yeah, and that's Arlen Salty. <laughs> We're talking about salt. No, and salty, being salty. That book, the singing book from. Uh, yeah. He's actually Christian records were from Edmonton. Oh, I think so. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I met him, actually. Yeah. And yeah, I got stories about people and things and stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> just because I've known a lot of musicians. Um, so with the salty, so then we're supposed to be bringing out those flavors of God to the world. Which is why it, later on, it's like people will know you by... Love, joy, peace, patience, mm-hmm. gentleness, self-control, goodness. Yeah, Jesus flat out said, they'll know you're my disciples. Yeah. Because you love one another. Yes. And then Which Paul, we can yeah. kind of be good at, but he could have added in there, and I'm not adding to anything, I'm not adding to scripture or anything weird like that, how we love others too. Like, this is what we're getting at. This is what Jesus was getting at, and that's how he lived. Yeah was our love for others and what is what was i known for i wasn't known for that mm-hmm. at all and what is the church known for i'm not and i'm not going to jab at the church i'm not here to do that and part of my new outlook on life especially from looking into this stuff is to not be the guy who's pointing out that stuff but yeah we've and I'm a part of it, so I'm, this is a part of this is a confession. I've been a part of a church that, and, and that's Big C Church, that has left a bad flavor in people's mouth. It's like dirt, not salt. It's like people are like, "You guys hate everybody." Is there anything you're for? Like you're against the movies we watch, the music we listen to, how we dress, how the uh, the Harry Potter, and don't use crest. Because the Moonies own it and whatever, over through the centuries, all the things we've tried to cancel because we think it's bad. Mm-hmm. They, people just, we leave a bad taste in their mouth instead of what the God flavor, which is love. Yeah, right. And and, uh, and unconditional acceptance. Loving before. So Jesus died for us while we were sinners. He didn't say, okay, you clean up your act. And uh, we lost you. No, I'm still here. Sorry. You're coming back. I lost track He's of there. time. I remember when on CBC they used to have that in the mornings and you'd just sit there and wait for that to come on so you could watch TV. <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons or whatever would come yeah. on. Anyways, yeah. So, really, uh, that, that's like I've said, that's more of a confession than anything. I think I want to be. The bright spot in someone's day yeah 
uh, the one that's making them laugh or feel good instead of making them feel like trash. Because that's what God would want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Is that legit, do you think? Or I, am I, I being too wishy-washy or liberal? Mm. Well, we also have to, we have, we have to love people, but I mean, as, as a parent, I love my children and will discipline them as well. So, mm -hmm. um, I love them unconditionally and that's, I mean, that's just what we, how we do things. I, I think, I mean, that's kind of how I was raised. So I think that's how I parent now. Uh, there's a whole thing about you parent pretty much the same way your parents parented, maybe a bit differently because you didn't like something that they did. So you're going to parent a little bit differently, but I think you're fairly close. A lot of, a lot of the times I find myself saying things that my dad would say, and I'm like, Oh my goodness, I'm turning into my dad. Oh no. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. Okay. So then yeah, looking at that, I'm, Liberal? No. Conservative? No. I don't think Jesus was any of those. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, he's God. So his government, his kingdom is not part of this world. And he wasn't even born into a democratic kind of society, so I don't think he would know what to do with this anyway. Um, yeah, as far as our, our society goes. However... And look at what Jesus did. Um, his first mission was to Samaria, the place where everybody, the Jews and the Gentiles, hated them both. They were the outcasts of the outcasts, right? Um, so, and Jesus brought God flavors out of his disciples and into that area. So... And it was hard for them at first. Oh, yeah. Because uh, whatever rules system he had set up was like, you don't go there. You don't talk to this person. And, yep. And then it... So it's... Is it natural for us to be that way? Because I know I, I grew up that way, and I wasn't taught that necessarily. I would put it on church culture. Yeah. As just how we do things, uh, you don't go to those places you don't talk to those people and it bothered me to be honest i was a striper fan and i was into and so i wore proudly wore my jesus metal stuff and i got mocked or whatever and i just mm -hmm. thought wow what a bunch of idiots and i didn't like them and i didn't care to talk to them or be around them i just thought they were idiots and i didn't care yeah and that wasn't right. <laughs> but I mean, I was a teenager, right? So now that yeah. I know better, I know how to love people better yeah. without being so judgy. But I don't know. I, it scares me when Jesus talks about if we've lost our, soul, the, our God flavor, yeah. that our, we're kind of useless. Well, it's, we're useless to him. We're not, we're not helping anything. It's not like you're a little bit good. It's not like you've lost some of your saltiness. Is it, it's your garbage. Yeah. And, and that I, scares me without that, love. Like, like in, yeah. and Paul mentions it, right? First Corinthians, you're just a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal. It's just a bunch of noise without love. Yeah. I think, I think the, I think it's that 
We don't you we don't lose the God flavor. We no longer bring it out. The God flavor's yeah, there. Yeah, that's you're right. Yeah, the God yeah. flavor's there. Right? The meat mm-hmm. is there. The the vegetables are there. The the dish is <laughs> all there. The the table is set. Yeah, there. <laughs> right? There we just go. have to help bring out the flavors. That's all. Right? I just keep thinking about hot sauce. I love hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I see Jesus could have used that too, right? Oh, I think if he Jesus was in, used hot if sauce. he was teaching the people in in uh, New Mexico or in Texas, oh, even he would have the- said, "You are the Tabasco of the world," <laughs> right? Oh, well, even at the fish fries that he had, you know, I mean, when they're on that, we're on the, they're on the shores and stuff like that, and they're eating fish. And he's like, you know, I'd really go good with this, other than just some salt. A little bit of Tabasco. Yeah, you are the Tabasco of the I world. I think he would have gone with that, too. Uh, or other hot sauce. I mean, I like <laughs> tab- There's all kinds. There's lots. Louis- Louisiana sauce. Yes. Something that makes it spicy and, 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 you know, makes the next day painful. So is there anything else with that salt and light you want to look at? Oh, I'm not thinking. I think we've kind of said the things. I think we have. we got a whole other light thing to go, so. Yeah. But, then, but I, I don't, I think it all is the same anyway, but. Yeah, well, it just says it sort of in, a, in another way, right? Because this is, this is what it says in the message. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't, th- you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've, got, now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. So what's your thoughts on that one? Oh, so much. Like how you can keep an open house. Okay. Show the God colors. I've Before got good... we dig in. Okay. God is not a secret to be kept. That's a newsboy song. Going public. That's in there too, right? Didn't they say going public? Going public with us. That is a newsboy's album, which has the song Shine on it. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? Doesn't it have City on a Hill? Isn't that a newsboy? When he was writing this, he was listening to newsboys. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, the guy who wrote the guy who wrote the message. Yeah. It's like that's really good. That's really good. That's a pop points. reference. That's a pop reference. Let's get all these pop, pop, pop <laughs> references in here. All those are good songs though that talk about yeah. the same very thing. Um I, one of the things that the light of the world thing has been to me recently was I think a lot of Christian culture wants us to shelter ourselves from the badness of the world and the darkness of the world. Mm-hmm. One example would be 
for years, people have been saying that you took God out of the schools. You took God out of the schools when you stopped praying. And then people would start homeschooling or put their kids in a private Christian school. And my argument would be when you took your Christian kids out of the school, you took God out of the school. Mm. I mean, and I'm not saying knock. I know a lot of really awesome parents at homeschool for various reasons. And heck, right now with COVID, I would be homeschooling too. But I'm fortunate enough to, my sons are grown up now. I don't have to deal with school and pandemic, mm-hmm. but it, it must be hard. But if we as Jesus followers are constantly hiding ourselves out, and I do, I'm this is a confession thing again because I used to do that. Like I said in high school, I didn't want to go to their parties or talk to them or eat lunch with anyone like that. I was completely separate from the things of the world, which I guess we want to do as parents to keep our kids from seeing the bad things and getting influenced towards uh, evil ways. But at some point, if we're not in the darkness, our light is useless. It's just as useless as salt that has no saltiness. Mm-hmm. If you, if I shine my light inside a lit area, it's not shining. But if I'm in a dark place, then it's shining. In mm. order for your light to shine, you have to be in the darkness. Does that make sense? That does make sense. I've never heard of it that way. That's actually pretty good. I like that. Yeah. If all I do is go to church and go to a private Christian school and... And hang out with other Christians and, and then go to Bible my, school. Where is my light shining? Yeah. Like Jesus said, you sure, you love your family, you love all those in the church, but... Amongst a bunch big, of other Big lights. deal. Everyone does that. Everyone loves their own kids and loves their own... For the most part. Yeah. But when you choose to love someone who's unlovable or... Shine a, shine a light in the community that you're in. Yeah. Right. Okay, but what about corruption then? What about we're worried about the world corrupting us? And uh, we're like James says, to keep oneself from being polluted by the world, right? Yeah. And I mean, there's 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 that aspect that you want to you keep yourself righteous so that you can have a relationship with God. Because we love Jesus. I mean, we've, we've sold into the fact that Jesus is the king. Mm-hmm. Jesus is Lord of all. Jesus is God, and we love Him. We we had some sort of worship, whether it's music or anything like that, experience that made us realize that this is real, that Jesus is real. Jesus was a real dude. Jesus was real in history. That it's you know it's whether whether you're looking at it through an analytical mind or even just a spirit filled mind, you find out that this person is real, and then you come to that decision of, then I have to love him, then I have to follow him. Now, I also have to keep my myself in, in order to, to continue to be more like Jesus and try to be like him because this is what you this is where your thoughts are, you're gonna, your, your thoughts are gonna dwell on him, your, 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 your time is going to be dwelling on him instead of everything else in the world. So you try to do more things that are just for Jesus. Um, I'm not saying that you don't have to be totally separate from the world, but you will guard, you, you should guard your heart and um, your heart. 
I don't like you should guard this thing <laughs> your brain and knees like your eyes and your ears about you know is you know i i'm i love listening to like lots of different music and stuff and and watching different shows and and i'm okay with that i mean i'm um but could i be better i don't know does it does that mean that i have to separate myself in order to be a light no uh do i want to protect my light yes i want to protect my light and i don't want it to be snuffed out um use, using the analogies here and but i still need to shine in the darkness so then jesus has to then be the fuel behind the light i can't do this on my own especially if you're going to be in the darkness like and so you have to you know be in You have to be in Christ to be able to be that strong to go into the darkness. But I don't think you need to be either. I think you could do this when you're when you're not strong. Yeah, I mean, if, well. that's I think the God thing. Uses, Christ can shine more through you, right? Yeah, God uses us more in our weakness because then he shines through than in our own strength. Yeah, we got to be just open and stuff like that. We can't yeah. be acting like we got it all together. Yeah. But be people that are people of grace... And so if I act like I have it all together and then I see others and I'm judgy on them, well, that's not, that's just not shining our light. And that's, that's a bad flavor. Yeah. If if, but if I'm like, oh man, I'm really struggling with this and they know, but in spite of that, we still get along at work and stuff with coworkers, then I'm shining the light of Jesus. I don't have to be perfect for that. That's right. Uh, That's for sure. Yeah. And that just, I just thought of that as like, so if you have a crap attitude towards people, you're throwing crap on their God flavors, not salt. Yeah. It's not even, it turns into crap. It's, yeah. (laughs) Which is garbage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm liking the food analogies too. Maybe it's because I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah. We'll have a snack after this. Yeah, Brandy Brandy was making pancakes as as I was coming out to the studio to do this. So I was like, oh. What a brat. Torture me. Torture me. No. (laughs) One thing I've always, not always, uh, one thing I've thought for quite a while, when in regards to being in the world as a church, uh, that's really what we got to be doing when we meet. I know we come together to worship. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, but part of what we do should be that strengthening, um, that confession and the enrichment we need to go back out into the darkness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause we're all together. This is our recharge time. But if we're never vulnerable in our meetings or praying together in our meetings, like if we sing some awesome songs and get a bunch of biblical information and announcements and then just go out. Are we being revived and energized to be the light in a dark place? Yeah. Are we learning how to love the unlovable in those kind of situations? Yeah. Um, and are, pe- and are people starting to smell the fake on it all? Yeah. Right? And uh, that's that's something that's that's um, our church is even trying to deal with right now. And um, we've been going through a lot of stuff by Kerry Newoff, and he's he's saying a lot of it as well it's like you know what people have smelled the fake on church for a while but the pandemic just actually gave them the reason to be like yeah i'm out 
And that's why you mm-hmm. see massive, m- massive amounts of church closures. It's an exodus. It's an exodus. So. But like, yeah, Ooh, we should have, we can do a whole show on that. Yeah. Not in that, in a negative sense or like this show you as church, what, but uh, what can we do about it? What yeah. can we, yeah, I know. And that's that's exactly what, here? yeah, that's exactly what we're trying to do in our church and stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like. So, you know, hybrid church is going to have to be something that's more normal now, like online and in person, mm-hmm. right? That's not, you know, because people are always saying, we need to get back to normal. It's like, well, obviously normal didn't work because nobody came back. Open. Yeah, no, normal to best. So you got to, you got to be, you got to, you know, the, the new normal as they want to call it, which is like, no, things are changing. I think God actually has used this to shake up the church, if anything. Mm-hmm. Right, it made people sit back and realize. And now, do I actually believe this, or was it just because I like to go and hang out with these people on a Sunday? Well, I know there's that element. I mean, being an, uh, I haven't not gone to church in two years. Pretty basically, I, I really miss it. I miss the, the connection and all that. Even if it wasn't all that deep at times, it was just something that I got used to doing and dressing up for and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. putting on my good Metallica t-shirt. <laughs> to go to <laughs> I was like dressing up. Oh my goodness. It's like, I have, I have no, led worship. I, I, I have led shirts to church. <laughs> I have led worship with a Guinness shirt on. There you go. <laughs> so, but I mean, Guinness, uh, I mean, Guinness himself had said that he was, he got the recipe from an angel. And it's a harp that's on there because he's like, well, angels sing. And Guinness donates a lot of money to churches and stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, I can I can get behind Guinness. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I like uh, the end of this part of the message with be generous with your lives. Mm. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God. Yeah. But the generous part, I'm like, so I've... I've recently left Facebook for a bunch of reasons, mostly because part of the changes in my life right now is um, I'm kind of tired of ratings and and arguments about things, even if it's just like dumb things like movies and stuff. Like I, I'm trying to get that part of my life gone. So I don't care if someone likes the new Marvel movie or not. Or I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear. It. And and it's I'm happy for you if you like that stuff. But I don't I don't want to see any reviews or nothing. I just want to watch it, decide for myself. And I'm not going to tell you if I liked it or not unless you ask me. Come over to my house. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to post a thing about oh the new Marvel movie's good or the new Marvel movie's garbage. I I'm just moving away from all that. And it's just a personal choice. I don't think it's right or wrong or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it frustrates me. So in order to do that, I had to get off of Facebook for the most part, because there's so much of that there. Yeah. And other weird stuff. But because of that, I needed something else. So I'm on TikTok, which is bizarre, because that (laughs) one's a little more crazy. But I've learned from others that you could, if you, you could train your TikTok. So you just keep flipping past the stuff you don't want to see. Yeah. And eventually you settle on something really cool. Well, there's two people that I've noticed this last week. One guy, he's, I don't know where he's situated, but he goes on a train every day to, he must commute, and he paints or draws a picture of someone across from him. Hmm. 
on every trip and he records it all and then gives them this special picture just for them. And he touches their hearts every time they're like, they're emotional about it. I can't believe you did this. Was this for me? And he's like, yeah, that's for you. Like, you're important and you're special. Like he says stuff like that to them and they cry Mm. half the time. Yeah. And then there's another guy who's, it looks like a more of a train, like he must have a long commute, but he's this handsome, tall black dude that comes out and he, he looks like a butler even at times, or he's dressed up. He has a table he sets up with a, with a tablecloth, a little, little one. And he brings out a rose. He always sits down by a lady and he basically gives her a date. Hmm. Like pours her wine and has food and stuff and doesn't say nothing. He just does that and then they, and they all get red in the face or whatever. But he treats them like they're super special, hmm. and it's all recorded. And he makes their day. Yeah. Now those are a little well, more. I can't do those things. Yeah, that that last one I I think almost borders on creepy as well. Uh, oh I'd, no, I'd, I'd be well, really careful about. That one. <laughs> I'm not suggesting we do that, and it's it's in a public area with all these people watching, right? Yeah, yeah. It's still, still, I've 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 seen some cringy moments on buses on public transit. And just, no, buddy, you got to get off. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, this guy just somehow pulls it off. But anyway, that's I'm seeing this as a salt and a light. I don't even know if these people are Jesus followers, but what I'm seeing is. We should be the bright spot in someone's day for yeah. whatever reason. Uh, maybe it's just complimenting, on, on complimenting them on their job they're doing or whatever. Like, I want to be the guy who the Walmart uh, tilt teller remembers or whoever as telling them a good a, a joke or just being funny or not. Yeah, yeah. Just being comp. But the the bright spot of their day, yeah. And I don't know if you always know what that looks like, and maybe it doesn't hit all the time. But uh, I don't know. So I think something that's, that's not we should be doing anyway. more. Yeah, I don't want to be the grumpy guy that was yelling yeah. at them that makes their day worse. That's that's even worse than being useless salt. Yeah, that's being uh, I don't know hydraulic hydrochloric acid <laughs> in their eyes or what you know. Yeah. The, That's the, bad. Yeah, the the, the wrong mixture. <laughs> the wrong mixture. Like sodium and chlorine are great together, but you know you don't want to lose one. <laughs> Is it too simple to say that though about this? To say because I'm I'm almost boiling it down to this: be the bright spot in someone's day, as yeah. meaning be the salt and the light. Because uh, it, it seems to be taking away the whole religious aspect that i used to think Mm -hmm. but that if you're doing it out of love trying to make some or showing concern for someone and maybe someone's having a bad day so and same let's stay with the walmart teller that's seems grumpy or whatever Mm -hmm. maybe they're just having a trash day use some empathy instead of like why are they so sucky at their job and blah 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 blah. yeah maybe Maybe their grandma just died. You don't know none of that. That's right. Show some love and empathy and be the bright spot in their day if you can. Yeah. Say, I'm so sorry. You know, whatever. I don't know. You, you, I'm also very open and talk to people. Some people are shy and they don't want to just talk to strangers. So yeah, yeah. Stranger I guess danger. I'm kind of messed up in that way. That part of my brain is, is, uh, missing or whatever, <laughs> but 
Too much small There's town. other ways to do it. I'm not the most creative person, but being the bright spot in someone's day, even if it's someone you know, bring them a pie or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'd like a pie right now. <laughs> and we come back to the food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, a, a great story of this is, um, oh, so in my garage here, I used to have worship uh, worship practices like crazy. And, uh, used to have the kids band when we had a ton of kids who wanted to be in the worship team. So put together a worship team with all the kids and there was about a dozen of them. And so we'd play in the garage, uh, to practice and all the neighbors started sitting outside and listening to it all. That's cool. And that was that was really cool. I guess and then one day uh one of the neighbors uh actually approached Brandy. He was drunk at the time too. Um and uh and uh, Eddie and and he and he came up Good and old like, drunk Eddie. Oh yeah. And he and he was like you guys you guys are showing what God really is. Like we're watching you. Like that's not the kind of God that I was taught when I was in school or when I was in church or whatever. You guys are doing the real thing. So that was, you know, that was awesome to That's hear. That's super awesome, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, geez, I kind of miss having everybody in here for, for worship practice now. It's like, oh, yeah, my my number of musicians went down to two. <laughs> <laughs> myself and brandy so <laughs> yeah I, that's why i'm trying to get into guitar again because i really do miss that kind of thing yeah yeah i i really super miss um playing with other people yeah yeah so hmm. and that's the thing we have to try to be salt and light to the earth and sometimes it's extremely hard for us because we get worn down we are human yeah. So, and we have to fight our human nature all the time. Yeah. Well, or give people, show people how, uh, by the power of the Spirit and through the love of Jesus in our loving community, we can get through these things together. Yeah. You know, like be open. That's that's right in the message, too. I'm glad he put that there, too. Yeah. Just yeah. be open. Like, don't act like... You're better than anyone else. Just say, yeah. I know I'm dealing with a whole lot of crap right now. Have, have an open house. Um, how am I getting through it? I have awesome family and friends that have helped me through one of the trashiest parts of my life, literally the last little while. Yeah. And kept me from going over the edge. And uh, I was open and honest with a lot of people. But my time before this, I've been the guy who's been lifting other people up. When I see them go through them because I have empathy and I see their lives and I'm like, what's going on with you? You seem a little down or whatever. So then we work at it together. But that has to extend past the church. I mean, maybe it's because we're not doing it enough with each other that we find it so hard to do with people that hmm. aren't in our churchy circle. Could be. Could be. Yeah, if we're, not, if we're not doing it enough with, with the church people, with the church body. How we expect to be able to do that with everybody else in the world? Hmm. That's a good point. That's a really, really good point. I love that. I love. Well, that. thank you. I just made it up. 
It's no, it, it rings. It rings very. <laughs> I love it. It's, it rings very, very true that, yeah, if, if we are failing at being Christ to other Christians, how the hell can we be a Christ to the world? Yeah, that's, that's, no. a, that's an awesome point. I love it. I've been like, you know, like you can't, I've had people that I'm like, you can't even love me. Like, how are you expected to love, you know? And, I, and But God has uh, moved me through that. Years ago, I worked with a guy who was the most perverted, annoying person I've ever worked with. Like, he really drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I basically got, got a hold of me. And said, "You're just wrong here. You gotta, you gotta do it. Have come with a different approach." And I prayed for. I said, "God, then this is when I actually prayed lots and was pretty strong Christian." I'm joking, but I, <laughs> I said, "God, help me to love him. Just show me how to love this guy." And God completely changed my heart. Yeah, I went from detest to complete love and concern for him, and it completely affected how I worked with him. Mm-hmm. He still was annoying like heck. Yeah. But we had deep conversations about faith and life and stuff, which I never thought I would get on. And I don't think I've had any impact on his life. We don't work together now, but I feel good about how I treated him and how I loved him and the way I talked to him in the last days we worked together. Yeah. And that was because God put that desire in my heart. We could, you could do it, it can be done. Just not on your own. Like you're going to need the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's you have one more thing you want to say? What what? How do you want to sum this up? One for more you? thing that I can. What's sum the one uh, thing you want to take from this into I, the coming weeks or whatever? Yeah. How I would sum this up is that uh, exactly how we had just said it is that we need. Um, Oh, shoot, what was that again? <sighs> we had just said it. We had just said it, and my brain left. Let it go. Oh, Loving each other? Yes. How Loving can we each love other. the world so, if we can't? Yeah, and then there was something else that you had just said that I thought was an amazing point. It's like, how many times do we go through, and we're asking God to change somebody else, but oh. it's actually us who needed to be changed to help to love them. That, my friend, was amazing. Oh, well, that was an so amazing again, point that you just came again, up with. And I'm like, that blows my mind there just a little bit. It's like, because, yeah, it's how many times... It's a thing that, I've had to live through, and I can only give the Holy Spirit credit for yeah, I'm, affecting that change in my life. But but that 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 statement alone, I think, is, is, is great. It's like, we don't have to change people god changes us to love people yeah we don't have to change them god will change us to how we're supposed to love them not my job not my job yeah it's like saving people it's not my job to save people jesus is the savior of the world i'm not the savior of nothing yeah i'm the i'm the light exactly points them to jesus i'm the light that's gonna shine um, have the God flavor in the world. Oh, exactly, right. And that's what I'm taking from this that I haven't thought of before is about that 
openness that no no i've thought that before too but i i guess what what's going to change in my thinking and my practice in the next little while will be not being so judgy towards the church because i'm an ex-vangelical or whatever you want to call it or a guy who's left <laughs> church but and there's a deconstruction reconstruction there's all that stuff mm -hmm. i don't like titles and things but i'm working through stuff and i'm changing and along with that a lot of people and especially if you're on twitter do a lot of uh bashing which maybe sometimes you know some church super churches need to be bashed a bit to expose some garbage but mm -hmm. then i have to move away from that i don't want to be that anymore that's i don't want to be the guy that's pointing out that garbage i just want to be the light yeah and not that uh, i'm embarrassed of it or anything like that <laughs> you know i mean i know there's some real troublesome things in the church that i think we need to deal with but i don't i'm not going to be the guy bashing that anymore i'll let someone else do that i'm going to be a light to whoever i see christian non-christian whatever i don't have a category i just want to be the light god's love is going to shine through me uh Good days, bad days. Yeah, I it, it'll it can't be on and off like a switch. It has to be there all the time. And with work, I can get there. Yeah, I mean, with God, we can all get there. <laughs> yeah, slowly but surely, we'll move along. Yeah, that's all I want to say. Yeah, and here we go. Here's our outro music. So. If you have questions or comments on anything we've talked about, whether you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on the podcast, um, you can reach us on Twitter. We have at moreaboutjesus3. Also send us an email, which no one has yet. You can be the first to send us an email. Moreaboutjesus21 at gmail.com. We have a Discord server, so if you're watching on YouTube, there's links to it there. It's just called more about jesus discord is where we talk about stuff and post some of this stuff um and of course every other friday we're here on youtube doing a live recording and uh you can be a part of the conversation or you could be a random chatter that asks really strange things in the chat but either way we love you that's i think you're awesome so reach out we need your input um uh, to be a part of this conversation. And we're just a couple of regular working dudes that want to shine the love of Jesus and learn more and more to make our lives more about Jesus. So until next time, let's do what we can to make our lives more about Jesus. Amen, everybody, and have a blessed week. Yes. Yes.